أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين اللهم يسر ولا تعسر رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وأحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قول We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise him We send our salutations to the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Dear respected brothers and sisters in faith uh, We thank Allah for giving us another opportunity to come back uh, And uh, continue our lesson and a reminder as usual Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He is the one who gives us this opportunity and anything that we do, we want to make sure that uh, we take it back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a sense that we do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We always need to remind ourselves in this regard because sometimes we get carried away because of uh, how people uh, give you feedback and whatever you do depending on how many people are with you you feel like you are on top of the moon. So we always want to remind ourselves the purpose of everything that we do is liwajhillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُ اللَّهُ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُدِّينَ So al-ikhlas, we need to always remind ourselves constantly. Anytime that we woke up, we need to make sure that we remind ourselves about the reason and the nation, the reason behind whatever we do, it should be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, Man kana yarjul hayata dunya wa zinataha nuwaffa aw nuwaffi ilayhim a'maluhum. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is drawing our attention. Whoever, whoever had the intention of doing things, but for the sake of dunya, Either they want the benefit in this dunya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the surplus. Allah will give them the opportunity to do that, but the only thing is their reward will only be for this dunya. When you request from Allah, I want to be rich, because of that you pray. I want to be rich, because of that you fast. I want to be rich, before because of that you give charity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer your dua but is going to base on that intention. And this, of course, is not because you said you're going to be rich. Allah is going to give you more than what you deserve. He will choose how much he's going to give you. But he has answered your dua in terms of wanting to be rich or whatever you requested from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, man kana yarjul hayata dunya wa zinataha nuwafi ilayhim a'amaluhum fiha wahum fiha la yubkhasun. So, whatever they do in that content in this dunya, so far as their request and anything they want is for this dunya, they will be rewarded according to their intention, which means that whatever they requested will only be given to them and nothing outside this. But look at what Allah said for those who have this intention regarding dunya. Those people who only requested for this dunya, they want the fame, they want to be known, they want everything about this dunya, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, such people on the day of Qiyamah will not have anything but Jahannam. وَحَبِتَ مَا صَنَعُوا فِيهَا وَبَاطِلٌ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ All that they did in this dunya, Habita has gone in waste for nothing. So they wasted their time for nothing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remember, He spoke about this for those who are performing Hajj. Among people, there are those that you will be astonished or amazed with what they will be requesting. رَبَّنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنًا They are only requesting for this dunya, but they have nothing to do with akhirah. That will be a waste of time. So anything that we do, we want to base our intention for the sake of Allah. There is nothing wrong with seeking the pleasure of dunya, but your main aim is to be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why you will see some scholars that will say, Wallahi, we are only praying, fasting, doing good deeds, not because of Jannah, not because of fear of Jahannam, but for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is nothing wrong with a person praying and seeking Allah's Jannah. There is nothing wrong with the person praying, seeking Allah's protection against Jahannam. But such a person, the question you ask yourself is, if Allah does not have Jannah and Jahannam, will you still worship Him? So we want to make sure that anything that we do, we are taking ourselves back to Allah in connection with Allah, in understanding that Allah deserves to be worshipped and He is all-knowing, He is the creator of the universe and we are happy with whatever He has bestowed upon us in terms of the favors and our prayer should not be in exchange of anything but for His pleasure. So if we pray for Jannah and Jahannam, asking for protection against Jahannam, seeking Jannah, there's no problem with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But we want to make sure that we reach a stage where we are going to worship Allah because He deserves to be worshipped. Now take yourself in your own environment as a parent. You got the kids and you get a child who when you say, Ahmed, Muhammad, I want you to wash my car. And your child said, yes, dad, but will you give me $10? He said, yes, I'm going to. And then he went and washed your car. With your child who saw your car is dusty and thought that it needs to be washed. He washed it without you even asking for. You can see between these two children, there is some favors that you will have for the child that saw his father's needs to be his need rather than requesting something from his father. So same thing applies to us. There's nothing wrong with us asking Allah's Jannah and protection of Jahannam. But if we are only centered in our ibadah, only because of fear of Jahannam, only because of aiming or wanting Jannah, remember the Jahannam cannot burn you. Jahannam is one of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Allah showed us example regarding Ibrahim alayhi salam. When he was sent in the fire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the fire. Ya nar, kuni bardan wa salamun ala Ibrahim. So you can understand, the fire couldn't burn 
because Ibrahim shown sincere sincere connection with Allah rather than Allah's creation that is why when um, Jibreel salam came to Ibrahim and said Ya Ibrahim do you need any help Ibrahim salam said if from you I don't even though he's getting put in the fire he could have been scared of fire and said please protect me from the fire but he told Ibrahim salam, if the help is from you no but I have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we want our iman our connection should be sincere between us and Allah. There's nothing wrong with asking Allah protection against Jahannam. There's nothing wrong with asking Allah's blessing on Jannah. But remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator of Jannah and Jahannam. And he deserves more. Look at it from all aspects. If you get a guest or you are a guest in someone's house, just look at this carefully. Is it the guests or is it the owner, your host? Is he, he the host that is more important to you? Or the, temps, the, 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 the food or the water that your host presented to you? Because when people are rewarded with Jannah, after they enter Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be asking, do you need something more? And people looking at the blessings of Jannah, they will say, Ya Allah, you have given more than enough. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will request or ask again, you want something more? And then Allah will open and say to the veil, the barriers between Allah and his servants to move away. And of course, the day a servant will see his creator, the happiness and the joy will let you forget even the jannah that you are in. In other words, Allah is better than the Jannah. Allah is far better than what he gives you, gave you in Jannah. So for a person, not only Jannah and Jahannam, but ignore all this and only ask for dunya. I want the best of wives. I want the best of husbands. I want a mansion. I want this car. I, you only seek for dunya and do not take yourself and ask for akhirah then Allah will give you from dunya a bit of it, but you will lose everything from akhirah. So Allah said, such people have really indeed wronged themselves and they have wasted their deeds. In this regard, we look at the hadith of the Prophet as it was narrated by Umar ibn al-Khattab when he said, Samitu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, Indeed, all affairs, all deeds are with intention. Whatever your intention is, is very important. So remember, our aim is ikhlas, sincerity, purity for the sake of Allah. We don't want any dunya, anything that got to do with dunya to take our mind away from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. So the hadith said, every deed comes with intention. And for indeed, every single individual will have their intention. 
Whoever intended to migrate from Mecca to Medina because of Allah and His Messenger, His migration will be indeed for the sake of Allah and His Messenger. Whoever migrated because of any worldly gain, you see, he will get that worldly thing. Some people came to Mecca because of Allah. They left Mecca and came to Medina because of Allah. They want to maintain and protect their deen and iman. Because of that, they lost everything. Allah has promised them indeed, whatever they came to Medina for, they will get it. There are those who came to Medina because they had in Medina the Ansar are helping, they are giving things that they own, they are sharing it. So they came purposely for that. The Prophet said, You see, Buha, they will get those dwell things. If they migrated because of any woman, because of marriage, because of interest in that woman, you see, Yankyuha, they will marry that lady. But they should understand in their mind, Fahijaratuhu ila mahajar their intention of the migration will be how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to pay them. So now ask yourself this question. Whatever you do in your life, in this dunya, in our company, in our environment, ask yourself, am I coming to the masjid because of Allah? In the environment I found myself, the things that we do, that contribution, that fasting, that charity, Am I doing it for the sake of Allah or I want someone to praise me or I want something else behind it or I want, I want, I want about dunya but not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because if your intention is not for Allah you are wasting your time we don't want to waste our time the energy, the effort that we put we want to make sure that it's between us and Allah so that we can attain and get the reward from Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this regard, we look at the hadith of Abi Hurairata radiallahu anhu as he said, Samitu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yakul, inna awwala nas yukdiya aw yukda yawm al qiyama alayh rajulun. If you want to know about intention, look at these people that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made mention. The first person that will be judged on the day of qiyamah. He said, Rajulun is to shida for Utiabihi, a person who died as a shaheed. He died as a martyr. On the day of Qiyamah, he, this person will be brought. Remember what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran regarding the shuhada. La amwata. Do not even think those who died on the battlefield for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala amwata that they are dead bal ahya they are still alive inna Allah yurzakun Allah is still blessing them so such people they are not considered dead that's why you don't even bath them after they die because they are not dead they are not considered dead so imagine a person in this situation is brought on the day of qiyamah mashallah tabarakallah every good muslim want to be like a shaheed Every good Muslim want to be like such a person. He will be brought. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will present to this person 
the reward of being a shaheed, the reward of shuhada. Remember, when we are talking about this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made mention of marati, levels on the day of Qiyamah. Levels, among those levels, apart from prophets, Siddiqin comes shuhada at this text. So it's not a small level. مِنَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّقِينَ وَإِشْ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ So when you look at those people, they are the top rank on the day of Qiyamah. So imagine the reward of such a person on the day of Qiyamah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring such a person and then he will be shown the reward of being a shaheed. Allah will show him فَأَرَّفَهُ نِعَمَهُ فَأَرَفَهَا He will see the blessings and be pleased with it. قَالْ And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask such a person فَمَا عَمِلْتَ فِيهَا Why did you sacrifice yourself? Why did you lost your life? Why will you shorten your life in this dunya? And the person will say I wanted to make sure that in my life I fight in defending your deen until the last breath. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, Kazabta, you are a liar. You did not do that. Lakinnaka katalta li'an yuqal you fought just for you to be said someone who is brave. You went for bravery. You want to be called a hero. You didn't do it for the sake of Allah. You want to show bravery. You are not there for the sake of Allah. For that matter, the intention of this fighting till you died has gone in vain. No reward for you. Allah will say, push him and take him to Jahannam. Imagine that level of shuhada. Imagine that level, the rank such a person is going to lose. Not because of anything, just because of his intention. Ask yourself, whatever you're doing today, around the Muslim community, around the Muslim Ummah, what exactly is your intention? We have people, unfortunately, that are taking the advantage of Islam to serve their purpose. They are making business with the life of Muslims. They are trying to fill their pockets and their accounts with the name of Islam. Wallahi. Get ready and meet Allah. You will regret. Every single cent you spend in front of Allah, you're going to pay for that. If you decided to do Allah's work, do it sincere. The companions of the Prophet ﷺ, there are those whose houses, they don't cook, but they are serving the Muslim Ummah. So if you decided you're going to do Allah's job, find a job. Don't take advantage of the Muslims. Wallahi, you will regret this life and you will regret whatever you took advantage of on the day of Qiyamah. Let's be sincere. Let's serve the Muslim Ummah. Let's do our best. No one is pushing you. If you don't have a job, seek for a job. Do not try to take advantage of people with the name of Islam. You are to serve the needs of Islam, not Islam serving your needs.
You don't make business with Allah's deen. You do that, wallahi, when you meet Allah, you will regret any name and title you call yourself in this dunya. So doing it for the sake of Allah, good intention is the key. Every now and then, we remind ourselves, please, we are doing it for the sake of Allah. We are not doing it for dunya. We, do, we always constantly remind ourselves, no matter how the praise, no matter how many people are behind us, we remind each other, remember brother, remember my sister, we said we are doing it for the sake of Allah. Our guests come first. Whatever we do, our guests come first. That is why you can see in the month of Ramadan, brothers have served to the extent they have not eaten and it's even adhan for Isha. Because of what? They are working for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And their happiness was, our guests are happy because they got enough to eat. That is enough for them. Not for them to put enough in their plate. We went on Eid. People are saying, as long as the guests have got enough, wallahi, we are happy. People sacrifice their time from morning till evening, serving the ummah, not because of one dollar in return. These are the rijalullah. These are the people who care about the deen, and they are doing it sincerely. They dip their hands in their pocket to make sure that they make others happy, not to make business on people's life. So it's up to you to start asking, who is serving the deen? Who is making business? And anyone that makes business with the deen, wallahi, face Allah, you will see. This deen, if this deen we're talking about, you face Allah and you regret every single cent you put in your pocket with the name of helping the deen. So our intention is the key. Ask yourself, what is my intention? Am I serving the deen or am I making business? In this hadith, Abu Huraira made mention, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, such a person did whatever he did just to be called a hero or someone that is brave. And for that matter, he will be sent to Jahannam. وَرَجُلٌ And another person. تَعَلَّمَ لِعِلْمَ وَعَلَّمَ He learned and taught. So he got the knowledge. And he also taught others. Amazing. Listen to the person reading Quran. Amazing. Spend time to memorize. Not only that, taught others. Such a person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised in the Quran. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about himself, he spoke about those who are part of those who understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he mentioned ulama. They understood Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are among those that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Qa'imun bin qist. Now, you've learned, memorized, MashaAllah, tabarakallah, what a beautiful voice. Huh? You're leading the ummah. You are the imam of the ummah. What an amazing thing. You lead in our janazah. You lead in our nikah. You lead in our aqiqah. Everywhere we are, you are there as our imam. Alright? On the day of qiyamah, such a person will be brought in front of Allah. The reward of serving the ummah in this nature will be presented. He will see it and know 
This is the best of reward a person will get on this day. Allah will ask, why will you spend your time doing this when you could have been a big businessman anymore? He said, Ya Allah, we did this so that we can propagate your deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to him, Kazafta, you are a liar. You did this for leadership. You did this to be known. That's why we always say, we need to keep reminding our leaders, our imams, they should tell us what is important to us, not what they want us to hear. We are not interested in anyone's life. We don't know our deen. We want to fix ourselves between us and Allah. At the moment we are in the mujtama, in the community, where people will gather in the month of Ramadan to fill the masjid. But they are nowhere to be found in Fajr, Zuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha. Where are our Imams? What are they telling us? Are they more happy for getting seasonal Muslims? Or they care about encouraging us to take initiative of what is more important in our life? Why will we ignore our five daily prayer and then we spend much time in Taraweeh, what does it mean? Where are our Imams? What do they encounter? Where is the education? What is the difference between Fard and Sunnah? How can't we Muslim understand? We need to know that coming to prayer, especially Fajr and Isha, is important to the extent the Prophet is saying, if you are to know the importance of Fajr, you will come even if you have to crawl on the ground. Why are the Imams not telling us this? They prefer being celebrated in Ramadan? Is that the aim? Why is it that up till now we live in a society? Men and women don't know whose right is who. Always there is issue in the community. Why is it that the churches are presenting to the, to the community places or shelter in terms of emergency and Muslim masajids don't even have one room to help single mothers when they need arise? What is going on? What are we serving? What sort of system is the masajids and the Aimma serving? What, where is Islam here? Why is it that it came to a point where in Ramadan, churches are even sponsoring iftar. When Muslims among themselves, they are here putting each other in Jahannam. If you say happy Easter, you're going to Jahannam. If you say to your neighbor, happy Christmas, you're going to Jahannam. Whereas the Christian is busy organizing iftar for your people. How, where is that Islam? What sort of Islam is this? Why we create hatred, enmity against each other? Where is the, where is the leadership? So our aimma, when you sit down, you're just getting titles, praise. Anywhere you go, you get the, you get the um, high tables, dealing with the politicians. You will keep doing that. But the day you meet Allah, you will regret you ever held the Quran in your hand. Wallahi. Allah will bring the reward of such a leadership and show it to you. They will acknowledge it. They will understand. They will understand that yes, of course, 
This reward is the best reward a person will be able to hold on the day of Qiyamah. But what will happen? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to the person, Why did you all this? And he will say, Ya Allah, we wanted to make sure that anywhere that there's any holes that needs to be fixed in your deen, we are there to do that. And Allah will say, No, you are a liar. You did that for leadership. You did that to be praised. They praised you. They gave you the leadership. And for that matter, there's nothing for you in this dunya or in this akhirah. No reward for you. So it's not too late. People wake up. Start reflecting. Asking questions. There's nothing wrong with asking your imams to change their methods. To change their approach. The deen is not for anybody. Wallahi is for Allah. Don't follow blindly. You cannot stand in the day of Qiyamah and say, they misled me. Allah has given you wisdom to think. So ask yourself, what exactly are they heading towards? Naam. And the third person, the Prophet ﷺ said, is a person who has get money, rich, he spent his money on the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Help the needy, the orphans, build masjid, madaris, mashallah, tabarakallah. These are the deeds every rich person wanted to get. You want to be proud of this on the day of Tayyama. This person will be brought and his deeds will be presented. Why will you spend your money? On all this, when you can have more properties or more business. He said, Ya Allah, we decided. I decided that every single place where money can be spent for your sake, I will do that. The reward of such a deed will be brought. He will be amazed. He will be happy. And Allah will say, Bet, you are a liar. You did that so that people will say you are generous. You did not do that for the sake of Allah. You did it for dunya. People praised you even after your death. People named things after you even after your death. Because that is what you seek for. Fame. You have no reward today. Such person will be led to Jahannam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us opportunity to do things for his sake. So we will keep reminding each other every now and then when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put success in our life, when we see the mujtama, the community behind us, this is the time we need to keep reminding ourselves. It is for the sake of Allah. It is not for what people are saying. We are not interested in what people are saying. We believe in makana lillahi tasal. Whatever you do for the sake of Allah, you will reach your goal. Whatever you do for dunya, it will stop and it will break into pieces. So our aim is to fix our heart. Our aim is to fix our intention. Our aim is to make sure that we do for the sake of Allah and nothing else. And when you do for the sake of Allah, you will be amazed. Because if Allah is with you, no one can challenge you. If Allah is with you, no one can challenge you. And you will see this journey, how it goes. If only we are sincere, 
you will see how it goes. Because Allah is with us. So we encourage each other. Let's keep reminding ourselves we are doing it for the sake of Allah. We are not interested in fame. We are not interested in what people say. We are more concentrating on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is expecting of us. When Allah uses you on his path, then alhamdulillah. You can see the ishara. Allah has given us a lot of examples. Look in the Quran. Allah gave us example of Uzair when he was sent to go and call people. Uzair was up on the mountain looking down the valley. Uzair was thinking, how can this place become alive when he's dead and gone? Allah killed Uzair dead. 100 years Uzair was lying down. The place he was scared is not going to revive. Became a big city without him. Because he has doubt in the work of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He woke up. They showed him his donkey is gone. But his food, water, lam yatasanna. Not even the taste has changed for 100 years. Uzair was looking when particles were coming together to form the bones and the skin and whatever the flesh came and the donkey became back alive. Now he believes Allah can bring life back to the dead. But when he got up to go to that village, he saw it's a big town. People were living in it. Allah has done it without him. So we only want Allah to use us in his way. Not because without us, Allah will not do it. Allah is continuing doing his job. We only want him to use us so that we might also, out of his mercy, we can get some reward on the day of Qiyam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala consider us in his deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always give us the opportunity to do for his sake. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take any worldly interest in our deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and forgive our shortcomings. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت ونستكبرك ونتوب إليك سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين